He's a reference point for New Zealand culture. He was the genuine article. Comes back here and just builds his own industry. We all thought we knew him, but we didn't. You fellas are looking for trouble? You fellas come to the right place. You fellas are looking for trouble? Welcome back to Public Address Radio on Radio Live. Long before most Kiwis had ever heard the phrase stand-up comedy, back when an annual comedy festival was just a twinkle in the proverbial milkman's eye, back when shows like A Night at the Classic or Seven Days were inconceivable, there was Billy. Billy T. James, like no one before and very few after, gave Māori and Pākehā, New Zealanders alike, the ability to laugh at themselves and each other. This month sees the long-awaited, overdue, some would say, feature documentary on Billy the movie. Writer and director Ian Mune joins us now. Welcome. Thank you very much. A couple of years for you in the making, but uh, 20 years or so since Billy died. Is it? 20 years since Billy died, actually, uh, in a couple of days. What, what brought you to the project? Uh, the producer, Tom Parkinson, Tom had a very close working relationship with Billy. Uh, Tom was the first TV guy to spot Billy doing cabaret and then uh, said, well, we've got to do some TV with this guy. The problem was, at that time in the 70s, uh, late 70s, early 80s, uh, it was very hard to get Māori on television. Uh, New Zealand was a kind of all-white television screen. Uh, so <laughs> Tom set up to uh, uh, have Billy play a character called Dexter Fitzgibbon uh, in Radio Times, and he had a very posh English accent. You know. <laughs> um, and that's how Billy got started, and then they could do the Billy T. James show, and he could speak with his own voice. What was your connection with him? Did you have a connection? I did. Um, I had. I, I, I worked with him twice. The first time, uh, it was a small film, a documentary about Ronald Hugh Morrison, who wrote Came Out Friday and various books. Fantastic. Amazing guy. An incredible drunk. But anyway, uh, <laughs> uh, he, after he died, um, we did this documentary uh, of a bunch of his mates going to the pub after the funeral and telling Ronald Hugh stories. And there was Martin Sanderson, um, George Henari, Don Farr, me, and a Mary Joker. And uh, about halfway through the shoot, I thought, I know who this guy is. He's a comedian. So when we get to him, he's going to tell jokes, and it's just going to be ho-hum, you know. Hmm. Well, I was totally wrong. Uh, it got round to the Mary Joker to tell his Ronald Hugh story. And the comedian was softly spoken, very earnest, very truthful, and it just brought a tear to your eye. And that was Billy T. James. Uh, so when it came to Came Out Friday, my first reaction was, I don't want him, he's a comedian. Whoops, hang on, I've said this before. <laughs> no, okay, we'll use Billy. And uh, he turned up on the set, and the first thing he said was, uh, and I don't think it was Billy T. James talking, I think it was a man called Tewihi Taitoko said, uh, Ian, uh, I, I don't haven't done this acting stuff before. What do I do? And I said, well, don't make it funny, Billy. Play it like Hamlet. And he did, and he was fantastic and extremely funny. Now, now after um, putting this uh, movie together over yeah. the last two years, what's it been like to deal with all the people that knew him and uh, talking? What, what, what kind of emotional process has it been? That, that was fantastic. Um, 
it's a very extraordinary thing. The place in our hearts that is occupied by Billy C. James. When our researcher, our researcher would cold call people. They'd never heard of her, didn't know about the project. She'd say, hello, I'm Di Lindsay. I'm researching for a movie about Billy T. James. Within a minute, they're spilling their guts. They all wanted to talk about Billy. And the extraordinary thing was, each one thought they were his best friend. And so we didn't talk about it as interviews. We spoke about it as bearing witness, which is what people wanted to do. Uh, And honestly... uh, it was like a beautiful warm bath. <laughs> Everybody was so generous and so wanting things to be good and to find the truth. To what extent is this feature a telling Billy's story in terms of chronologically saying, you know, what happened? Because obviously the end for Billy wasn't great. Uh, well, it's certainly not. Uh, you, you you don't uh, find yourself rolling in the aisles um, about five minutes before the end. You know, I mean, that's Billy was a loss to us all, and the movie has got to recognise that. So yeah, it's it's heavy stuff, mm. but uh, we've really wanted Billy to tell the story as much as possible. He didn't tell his story. His story is very complex, very funny, uh, very moving, uh, quite mysterious. Um, He told little bits of his story. So we wanted him to tell the story by his performances. And the extraordinary thing is, I mean, we all remember him as, you know, where did I get my bag? Mm. Uh, But he's just so much more than that, you know. He's like, he is multi-talented. He, he sings. There's one song the editor had cut in the first four lines. I said, oh, please, can we just have another four lines of that song? <laughs> His voice is so beautiful. Uh, and she uh, got talked into it. Um, was, he there sings, a, was there a lot of those conversations? Can you just put in a bit oh, more hell of yeah. no, uh, 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 Yes, uh, but, of course, you know, you can't. Uh, I mean, we interviewed so many people, for instance, uh, and we've got four lines off them yeah. that we're using, but we've got an hour's interview from them. And it's all about Billy and how they feel about him, basically. Do you think he was prepared for the level of fame and, to an extent, you know, money that was coming in? It seems to me that it wasn't handled well. <laughs> <laughs> Is that an understatement? <laughs> uh, no, it's quite cute. Um, there are a number of events in Billy's life, and they're all big events. Uh, like, for instance, being told that if they can't find a new heart for him pretty soon he's going to die and there'll be nothing they can do for him. His agent was in tears for bloody days. Um, Those of his friends who even knew about it, and very few of them did, were just totally distraught. The only person who didn't seem to care was Billy. After he got his new heart uh, and uh, the lawyer, Mick Sinclair, had tried to clean up his accounts, discovered he was completely broke, and there were massive bills and it really was almost insurmountable and the only person who didn't care was Billy so in that way he was kind of the best equipped person you can imagine to cope with the amazing success he had but the the worst person to be in charge of his accounts 
Oh, totally. Uh, as his uh, one-time manager says, um, if Billy earned a thousand dollars, he'd spend eleven hundred. If he earned a hundred thousand dollars, he'd spend a hundred one thousand. What, what did you learn uh, that surprised you, or, or what, what what new about Billy came to you through this process? Uh, well, one of the things that struck me. It was so much better than I anticipated was, I mean, when you're cutting a movie, you really do watch those gags and songs and things a thousand times. I still laughed every time. The gags, as a number of people bore witness, the gags are not always that great. <laughs> he could he could tell a bad joke so superbly that you laugh at it every time a hundred times. So there was the actual... The hugeness of his talent was what struck me, much more than when he was with us. Uh, and the other thing, of course, was his history, which I am, family history, which I am not going to tell you anything about. You'll have to go and see the movie. Because it's all in the movie, which um, opens in theatres uh, around the country on August the 18th. Ian Moon, thank you very much for your time. Thank you. That's Ian Mune and Billy T, Tim Movie, opens on 18th of August in cinemas nationwide. Coming up after the break, weird and wonderful undersea critters and conscious hip-hop from At Peace.